0: What is the concept? Who is the cast? Where do we start? How do we leave? Where do we go? How do we lose? And where do we end up? With just these seven questions in mind, I, Aloni, and my friend Scott will create a story as fast as we can. Enjoy the mess. Try not to cancel us. We're good boys. what are we gonna do scott i have no fucking clue do you have no fucking clue i've got no fucking clue i know oh shit okay uh duh, duh, duh. okay the opposite of fantasy because that's what this is our, our genre is action adventurer sci-fi fantasy that's what we've been doing non-stop either it's old-timey 1400s 1800s whatever f- like fantasy like like victorian fantasy i guess you i don't know what you call it pirate fantasy Pirate fantasy, sure. And then we always do space fantasy, so...
1: Because fantasy is fun. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's what we care about, right? That's our thing. What else could we do? What what could we do that's like... Like, the opposite to me of fantasy is, like, the gritty drama, which we haven't done yet because it's too hot to touch, you know?
1: So, noir?
0: Yeah. Ooh, noir's good. But yeah, I don't know. You want to do a noir? Yeah. Okay. Took us 20 minutes, but we got there. We got there. Okay, what is the concept? We're doing film noir. Are we doing old school noir? Italian neorealism? What are we doing? (laughs) What's our noir? Are we just doing black and white, like, classic detective? (laughs) What are you thinking?
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm kind of thinking just, like, classic, you know, trench coat. Yeah.
0: Okay. The classic noir movie, like Detective Pikachu.
1: (laughs) Exactly, yes.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Man, there hasn't been a noir in a long time. I'm sure that's coming up in the 30-year cycle. Right. Yeah. It's a rolling. It'll come out soon. I want fucking horror movies. They're coming, kind of, but...
1: A noir horror movie. Let's mm. go.
0: Noir horror? Yeah. That ex- has that been made?
1: Oh, I'm sure it's been done, but, you know, we can still have fun with it.
0: I will point out, noir horror is the Salem movie we did. But let's go even more noir. Right. Let's, let's make some rules. No space this time. Can we not do space?
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: And no medieval and no fantasy. Or not, yeah. All right, so that means it's going to be 1920s Brooklyn.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: That's the third one. That's our third heat. You got to do that one. Or no, uh, 19, 19, 1930s Chicago. Like uh, Al Capone. Right. That's something I know. You know, I'm apparently yeah. related to him. Oh, yeah? Yeah, apparently, according to my aunt. He, we're through marriage we're like <laughs> he's like my great uncle third times remove or something <laughs> i don't know someone in my family married his son supposedly but i don't know this person that did the marriage and i don't know who they married so i doubt it's real anyway who's the cast scott
1: all right well we got our detective character but you mentioned al capone real quick so that gave me an idea so you know we have our detective, and he's after a vigilante who's killing crime bosses.
0: Ooh, that sounds good. That reminds me of, of yeah. some seven psychopaths, a little sprinkling. I like that. Okay, <laughs> I like that. Um, okay, serial killer after criminals, gang members.
1: He they call themselves vigilante, of course.
0: Yeah, I actually just watched a video very recently about the a real life vigilante. Yeah. Yeah, um what was his name? Phoenix something. He was uh he was in Seattle and he dressed like a real suit like Batman. Like he had like yellow Batman clothes. And he actually did fought crime. It was crazy. Like it happened. There was a whole team. Hmm. Like they actually fought crime in real life like superheroes. Oh wow. It did not end well, but he did it. Uh he was a boxer and then he became like a real life superhero. Oh. Um like he was a boxer at first, then he became a teacher for like special eds kids and then he became a superhero in real life there you go. and eventually he got in trouble for like basically macing people or something and he ended up showing his real face and re- revealing his secret identity <laughs> and he was a famous boxer which means like just think about how comic booky that is it was so comic booky that there is a comic book about it there you go but anyway okay detective hunting down vigilante serial killer cool idea um, so, what other characters can we have? Is the detective gonna have a gal Friday? Or a man Friday and the detective's female? Hmm. Uh, female detective. Man Friday. We're doing it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, alright, might as well.
0: I can't make anything unless it's woke. Right. It's gotta be a, a woken. Uh, just, you know, come on, I'm a wookie. I gotta do it. Ah. <laughs> uh, okay. So... Female detective, man Friday, vigilante serial killer. Um, who's the... What if this was like... I just had a stupid idea. But what if this was like noir John Wick?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like that's how the vigilante works. Yeah.
0: So yeah, look, like, yeah. the What if the serial killer scenes are all like... It's like, what if a detective was following John Wick? Right. Like you just go into the bar and there's just like 80 people killed with the pistols. Or, like, the guy that gets killed with the pencil, you know? Right. (laughs) So you get, like, okay, the vigilante serial killer is going to be, like, a John Wick type dude. Right. And actually, that works really well for, like, you know, him killing 500 people because his puppy got killed. It's, like, vigilante serial killer doing the same crazy backstory shit.
1: Lost an old flame to crime.
0: Yeah. What other characters we got? We got the crime boss, right? The big crime guy.
1: Right. With all his crime, you know, lesser bosses, I guess.
0: Um. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's. We said it was like 1930s or so.
0: Yeah. So they own the city. So we got the,
1: yeah, they got the network of speakeasies.
0: Yeah, and they also control the cops and the entire city. Right. So that works for like a vigilante thing. Yep. So all right. Um. Do we need a mentor of some kind? Or, since this is Noir, I guess there is no mentor in Noir, is there?
1: I don't, where would, yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, where would a mentor play into this?
0: Yeah, well, we always, I always write in Hero's Journey, so there's a mentor in there. Right. But I'm like, you know what, maybe maybe we'll just pull it out. No no mentor.
1: Yeah, don't, I don't, know. the closest I'm thinking of is, like, uh, a seemingly, seemingly, you know, poor homeless man who gives the detective really good information
0: yeah they're they're tipster right they also is the bartender they always end up going to a bar at some point
1: right there we go that there we go
0: yeah and then i always wanted to see a a detective movie where you follow the sidekick oh yeah sure so then maybe the detective is a dude and then the sidekick is the female and we're following her i don't know might be adding too much to like the formula, you know. Maybe. Uh... Is there anything we can throw into this? Or you know, I think we have enough spices. We don't need to throw in, right? Like lizard people and aliens and shit. It can just be mobsters. It doesn't have to be.
1: Yeah, we haven't. We haven't gone that far yet.
0: I was immediately thinking. I was like, can we add zombies?
1: Well, no.
0: Yeah. Hat.
1: Hat. On a hat. No. Uh, I. Yeah. And I think it's just the mystery of, like, you know, who is the killer. And, you know, we have, a, like, a red herring of, like, ooh, maybe it's the, maybe it's the old flame of the detective.
0: Yeah. Well, with the John Wick murder man, yeah, we need suspects, don't we? Right. It's kind of hard doing the John Wick murder man thing uh, and detective because it's like, oh, what are the clues? The 700 dead bodies he left behind.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. He leaves behind something every time. Like, once he, finally kills like the the heads like criminal of that location. He leaves behind like uh, a tiny statue of Lady Justice or something.
0: Yeah. He he leaves behind something that identifies him in some way, some personal thing, right? Right. Like basically I do like the idea of a movie where you just go you follow a detective walking around. And then they walk into the crime scene that was the John Wick murder room. And while they're in there, it's, like, flashing to the John Wick action scene. Yeah. So they're, like... Or it was, like, it's, like, backwards. Like, you, like... Like, imagine the visual of a guy... Of a detective walking up and they walk in and they look at the room. There's a bunch of dead bodies. Yeah. They go up to a dead body and as they walk up to one, we see in their head what's going... What they're they're imagining. But instead of just cutting to it, it's, like, backwards. So, like... You see a guy dead on the ground. He walks up to him. He stands up. You see the guy rewind up and get shot in the head. Right. And then he turns and you see the shot of the guy holding the gun, but he has no face.
1: Right, yeah. Never revealed the face.
0: And it's like, I just want to write that. That just it seems fun to write. Maybe, yeah. So, yeah, we have five of those. Uh, and then the movie's over. Uh, <laughs> okay. Let's... We got all the characters then, right? We got Detective... Man Friday, homeless tipster, bartender, vigilante, crime boss. Uh, you want to have a red herring? I don't know if red herring works in this.
1: Well, I mean if it's a detective, you know, there's a mystery, yeah. you know, again of who is this vigilante because it's Yeah, I know. You know,
0: then who's the suspects, you know? Right. Mm. Okay. Then let's just start then. That's a good enough concept and cast to keep going. So let's go to the next one. Okay. Where do we start? What is the safe haven for this detective and where do we meet them?
1: At the bar. Okay. Yep.
0: Perfect. Makes sense. I do want to see their office at one point, but I do think starting at the bar makes sense. Yeah. Okay. In a seedy dive bar. Or no, in a speakeasy. Duh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why did I? That's so fucking stupid that I didn't think about that. There's no bars.
1: Yeah. And the detectives hired. Yeah. Yeah. The detective's hired by uh, someone in the crime syndicate.
0: Yeah, there we go. Okay. So, it starts with detective in the bar drinking. We could just start straight up with the murder. Like, we could just be, there's a guy drinking at a bar, you think that's the main guy, and then he gets shot, and then the whole John Wick action scene happens, and then it cuts to the actual detective walks in, and the guy they're talking to is like, we've lost three detectives on this case, so you see the previous detective get murdered. That's usually how it starts, right? Is with somebody getting killed?
1: Well, yeah, someone getting killed, but, yeah, I'm not, Hmm.
0: I'm saying you start the movie with the traditional old school noir main character, you know, where he has, like, the speech, and he's doing the whole, like, monologue, and it's that character, and then he gets shot in the middle of his speech, so he's like, you know, I saw uh, a dame, and, and you know, doing the old-timey.
1: Right, Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's in the middle of his old-timey my- monologue, and then pff, he gets shot, and then you just see John Wick running around, murdering, like, ten mobsters, and then walking up into the bar, where all the dead bodies are, is our main hero.
1: Right. Yeah, that will...
0: Lady detective. Yep. Uh, pick pick a female name, Scott, and we'll use that.
1: Ashley. I don't know.
0: Ashley. Perfect.
1: Or, actually, well, we're doing a noir, so it has to be something...
0: Twenties, Right.
1: Well, no, it's like, you know, we have to come up with the full name, I think. Ashley Cinders.
0: Detective Ashley Cinders. Is that what we're going with? I guess. Okay. So, in a speakeasy, speakeasy into Chicago, a traditional, um, like, uh, what's the name of the guy in a noir? I don't know. A traditional noir man.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's going to get shot, so.
0: Yeah. He is doing his monologue. Yeah.
1: The monologue can also be about how he's finally put all the pieces together <laughs> and he knows who's truly behind it all and then someone walks up behind him holding a gun to their back and they have a little like back and forth like
0: oh yeah you get the classic it's you you're
1: too close right <laughs>
0: Like, he's talking about the criminal and, like, catching this murderer. And he's like, okay, this man killed seven women. Terrible monster. I finally put all the clues together. And then you get a guy put a gun to his back. And he's like, I got you. See? He's, like, holding the gun to him. Oh. And he's like, oh, no, it's you. And then the guy he's looking at who was holding the gun gets shot by John Wick. And then he gets shot. And then you see this John Wick man just in a mask, like, murder everyone in the bar. And then our hero steps in ashley walks in she's like this is a shit show
1: yeah i think i think that's too much that yeah just like i get what you're saying but i think yeah like keep it keep it a little simple like you know just like you know he is tracking the vigilante maybe for different reasons so but you okay. know
0: then yeah i went too far that's why you're here to pull me back
1: yeah like you you made it a little too convoluted and that yeah, you know, we wanna keep it simple for the opening.
0: It's too it's too confusing, yeah. Yeah. It would I'm just saying it would be pretty fucking funny to see a scene where a guy walks up and he's does the whole thing, it's you, and then they both die. But alright, I get it. Too far. That's why you're here. That's what this show is. If this was talking at no one, I'd be doing something weird.
1: Yeah. You know in the movie Man in Black? Yeah. Where I'm not we're not making this aliens, but, you know, in Men in Black, you know, there's the whole plot where, you know, the, the bug, the, the uh, villain alien is after these two other aliens and, you know, they're after the galaxy. And in the original script, it was t- the two aliens were of different species and they were talking about peace negotiations and then the bug kills them. So both species uh, start attacking Earth in retaliation. And they ended up simplifying that. So, you know, the two aliens weren't separate species. They were, you know, just colleagues. And so, you know, they had like a, a whole side plot of like, you know, the two aliens were at war with each other. The bugs wanted to maintain that war. So they killed the two. And yeah, what I'm getting at is that it was a little convoluted and they simplified it by just saying like, okay, no, they're just, you know, they're colleagues and there's, it's not a war the point being, you know, it was a little convoluted at the beginning, and so they simplified it. That's what we need to do.
0: Yeah, I get it. Um, I do remember something about peace in there. I think they kept the peace negotiation thing and just put it at the end.
1: Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think they.
0: I think they took the the galaxy, the the object they're trying to get, still causes that. Like it still stops a war. But I think they got rid of them talking about it. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, like
0: it's it's a case of
1: yeah, like you know it would. It was supposed to be a symbol of peace between the two uh aliens, but then
0: Yeah, no, it's cool. I that's a fucking awesome idea, and I'm i, I get I get why they took it out, but it's kind of a shame. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well this, just again, like it's just like this all right, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not too important to plot, so simplify it. That's the point.
0: Yep. Is killed by the killer. John Wick action. All right. Detective Ashley Cinders walks in. So, um, usually when you do a Hero's Journey type thing, you get their safe haven. But I guess a detective's safe haven is the job, right? Right. So, she's going to be briefed on um, the case, right? Is that where we want to start it? Or do we want to start with her doing something else first?
1: Briefing her on the case. Like you you said, her walking into the bar, seeing all the devastation. You know, a crooked police officer walks up to her and tells her, like, the situation okay she and then she sees something in uh the victim's hand you know uh like hmm, I suppose like a piece of paper or something
0: yeah note yeah in the dead detective's hand
1: yeah message written in latin because why not <laughs> yeah
0: okay um yeah i just i want to set us up before we go on the adventure you know what i mean
1: right yeah i think we're doing a good job with that
0: yeah Okay. Well, I guess because the cast is so streamlined, I'm just, I'm trying to figure out like a nice, maybe she's there when he gets murdered too. Like if we cut between this detective being murdered and this woman talking to people there, maybe we can cut back to her. Like the idea that this place gets destroyed. I feel like there needs to be a scene before this. You know what I mean? I don't want to just start with there's a case because then there's no room to get to know anybody and you don't really care.
1: You know what I mean? Well, we can open with, like, a, a grand action scene and then, like, build ourselves up from there.
0: Yeah. Okay, I'm just, I'm trying to figure out, like, a safe, like, normally it would be, like, a guy gets murdered, he's thrown through a window into an alley or something, right? Right. And then the noir guy, you know, he does the monologue, the guy dies, talks to the people, all right, you got the case. Then he usually goes back to, like, his office or, like, to the bar to talk to somebody and, like, you know, chill for a second, before he goes and does the big thing right so i guess we can still do that i guess yeah we'll do the briefing and then the two of them go back to the office then right and then the office is sort of their safe area and maybe yeah i don't know maybe we can have their office get destroyed at some point like i'm just trying to figure out the first 10 minutes because the first 10 minutes of a movie are very particular at least when i do them and once you have that solid base you can do whatever you want so if this is like a stinger in the beginning, that's fine. But then, yeah, they need like a safe place where something starts off. Like there's a catalyst that creates the events that will follow. And then there is an inciting incident that is the big thing that happens.
1: Like an epic shootout.
0: Yeah. I feel like the inciting incident of this is their, their, like, her office blowing up or something. I feel like you should just start it big if it's a big sprawling running around Chicago chasing this guy down. I feel like it should start with, boom, her shit breaks. All right, I'm going to get the guy, you know? I mean,
1: that seems a little much to me. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I feel like it should just be a case of, like, you know, another job. Okay. Like, you know, she comes into the bar, sees all the destruction, sees a clue somewhere, uh, goes back to the office, looks at it, uh, get, maybe gets a call saying that like there's been another shootout yeah you know kind of
0: i just i feel like after she goes back to that office something should happen there like if you think about the gunfight as the catalyst it's like the starting moment of this whole event and then something that happens at this bar scene needs to carry over to when she's at her office it can't just be like oh you gotta do you gotta catch the killer all right i'll go back home And then she's home. There's more info. Like, I feel like something else has got to be going on. It's not a...
1: The parchment, like, the thing uh, she finds on the victim, uh, what if it's a list? And at the very top of the list is her name.
0: Perfect. See? That's something. Because then she goes home, she's looking at the list, then you could have someone show up at her door, and she's not sure if they're there for her or not. Like, they're going to kill her, but they're not. Like, it's like a fake out, like... We don't have to have the bad guy immediately attacking their house, but just the threat of, like, her name on the list.
1: Yeah, or, like, the name of someone she knows or loves.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that works. Could we go as far as to say, like, it's her family, like, it's her mother or her dad or something?
1: Right. Yeah, there we go.
0: And then it's like, then the safe haven isn't her office, it's their family's house.
1: Right, yeah, they're... Her father was a big name boxer who did some side work for criminal mastermind, you know, as like, you know, just being to muscle.
0: Enforcer. Yeah.
1: Doesn't really do a whole lot these days, but his name's on the list.
0: Yeah. List of people. Her dad at the top. Um, Boxer. Add that to the characters. Uh, Mickey Cinders.
1: (laughs) Yep. There we go.
0: Boxer. And Father okay gives me daredevil vibes <laughs> all right um all right then she goes to her dad's do we want to be at her dad's boxing place or at her dad's house
1: uh boxing place you know show don't tell yeah and you know just like he's looking over like some of his old like trophies he's won just when you know crack, with a big old smile
0: yeah yeah, he's, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot you can do with that scene, you know? Yeah. Boxing arena, daughter meeting estranged father. um Like, they're not super tight anymore, but his name was on the list. Like, that's already an exciting scene to write, you know? Right. Okay, so, so far, we got who the characters are, and then we figure out how the story starts with this action scene. Detective shit, where she's like, ooh, what's going on? Mobster, yo, corrupt cop. He's like, hey, we need you to do this, blah, blah, blah. blah. She pulls out the note from the victim's hand. Oh shit, my dad's on this list. Head to the dad's place. Uh, I also want to say, while she's there, I feel like to get a little bit of character shit. I feel like the man Friday should be like some like skinny nerd that follows around, writing like taking notes. Yeah,
1: big old glasses.
0: Yeah, like an apprentice type deal. Sure. I I think he's got like a newsboy cap and he's following her around like Shia LaBeouf in Constantine, <laughs> that character. <laughs> like just like oh you're so cool and then they die at the halfway through the movie that guy
1: all right Uh,
0: yeah shia labeouf that's his name his name's shia just as a as a as a nod
1: shia murphy yeah
0: shia murphy the man friday and then uh her name is ashley cinders Mm -hmm. okay so she's at the boxing arena with her dad after you know so in the beginning her and and uh And Shia are hanging out, you know, to go to the speakeasy, all that, goes to her dad's boxing arena. So she's at the arena. We've already established her as a character and the man Friday as sort of like a Poindexter nerd that follows her. Now we're going to get her dad. We're going to get her backstory as well as her dad's backstory at the same time. Mm -hmm. We don't need to outright say that, hey, her dad was a boxer and that was pretty rough on her. And now she's a detective and she's grizzled and angry at him, but also cares about him. We don't need to say that, but that's what's implied in the scene. So, what happens at this boxing arena?
1: You know, he's reminiscing about uh, old, old glories. Uh, she, you know, she reluctantly, uh, well, hesitantly brings up this list she found. Yeah. Of like, you know, killing criminals and your name's on this list.
0: Yeah. Confronting dad, and- warning him
1: yeah that smile disappears he you know you know he's kind of in denial of just like no it can't be that was that was a long time ago this this can't be for me or something
0: yeah he doesn't know does he know who it is then or does he have suspects or something
1: uh
0: or do we want to be like him being like i got a lot of enemies like i don't know who this could be yeah or do we want it to be like oh it was so long ago no not that symbol that's on the paper oh no not that guy
1: Uh, no i want to keep well i want to keep it a mystery so definitely not like a a symbol he recognizes that's why i'm
0: thinking like
1: it's more he he doesn't take the threat seriously
0: okay yeah then i think him saying like yeah i got a lot of enemies who cares my name's on some list whatever
1: yeah sure yeah yeah And just like yeah i've i've had enemies for 20 or so years none of them got me yet
0: yeah uh okay so we got all that does anything else happen unrelated to the questioning here? Or do we just get another clue? Because something could happen here. It could be another action-packed moment or not. You know, this could just be a Pope in a pool where it's just him boxing and while he's boxing he's talking to her and we get like all this exposition and him cleaning himself off and being like, oh, there's no problem, there's nothing to worry about. And then what? Like she knows he somebody's after her dad. Does she watch her dad? Is this like a stakeout? where he's like, I'm fine. So then she leaves, and she's sitting in her car out front with their sidekick, watching her dad. Mm-hmm. Like, what would you do if you were a detective and your dad was going to get that? Well, I'd warn him, and then if he didn't take it seriously, I'd try to make it serious. And then if he left to go do a boxing thing, I would wait and watch in case something happened.
1: Yeah. Well, I, first of all, I like the idea of him being a retired boxer, so maybe a few, he might do a few punches, but, you know, he's not...
0: Oh, it's his, it's his boxing place. Right. Yeah. He's retired and owns it. Yeah. But he's training someone when she comes in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, he'll, he'll throw a line of, like, look, if someone comes after me, I'll just send Big John after yeah. him. You know, Big John will fuck him up.
0: Yeah. And he's, like, fighting with Big John. Right. And Big John punches him in the face or some shit. Or Big John's standing in the back and he's training some weak guy. But, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. the, that's that's good yeah he's like i i'll i'll knock him out you know what i mean look at me right i still got it all right that all works but like i said what happens next so we got that so now we need more ties to continue the mystery so as of right now there's names on the list her dad's in danger so does she continue to care about her dad and deal with him or does something happen or does she go to name two because I'm trying to justify a reason for her to go to the second name on the list, but it, like her dad's in danger, you know what I mean? Right. Like if my dad was in danger, I'd be watching, even if I was estranged. If he didn't want, if he didn't take it seriously, I'd like go sit in my car. Right. And like watch and like stake out, you know? Like he's next. He's the next one on the list.
1: Oh, I, did, I, I don't know about that. I think, it, you know, he he's, he's closer to the top for some unknown reason.
0: Okay, so she would warn him first because she cares, and then she'd be like, alright I'm gonna go find the other two guys before him. Gives us enough room to, like, do two more things, and then it matter. Sure. Right. <laughs> but not so long down that it'll take too long for it to matter. Sure. But yeah, so she's like, alright, she warned him. So then you could have Shia be like, why aren't we staying? Why are we gonna leave? And she's like, well, he doesn't want any help, and there's still two other people in danger, so... Right. There we go. We got to go. We got to figure out who these people are. Yep. Uh, Okay. How does she figure out who these two people are and are they notable? If he's killing crime bosses, I would assume the next two people on the list are related to crime. Right. So she would know about them. Are they big names or what?
1: Yeah. One of them can be a, you know, just another generic crime boss. I, I'm imagining like, you know, like let's say two, like, so two names on the list. Uh, You know, she arrives to one guy's scene and, you know, they're already dead. Yeah. And, but the second name could be like the chief of police. Mm. So she goes to the police station, asks about these names, and then, you know, the killer shows up there.
0: Yeah, that works. I do like that. But I want to add one other thing to that. I feel like the names on the list should be like in order of how, like, they should get harder as they go harder yeah like if you're a vigilante hunting down and killing a bunch of mobsters and you're like you would go up the list you would go you would go like weakest guy first and go up like because the dad is like just an enforcer for them or whatever like her dad is only is third on the list so he's like a low-ranking dude so i was like the people before him
1: right except the vigilante except the vigilante's like backstory ties directly into the father like the father might have been a lowly enforcer but like he directly killed the family member of the vigilante or something.
0: Oh, so you're saying the list should be the most important people at the top.
1: Kind of, yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, that makes sense. Because if I was a guy about to kill a bunch of people, I guess I would write the people I hate the most on top. Right. So yeah, mob boss, chief of police, enforcer. Yeah. And then more mob bosses. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I hate this guy the most.
1: <laughs> yeah, chief of police, by the way, is very corrupt. Yeah, no, that obviously so. Chicago.
0: Yeah. Doesn't have right, to even yeah. be the 20s for that, for that to be a fact. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but yeah. yeah. But yeah, the idea of being like, you know, like, you know, the far, yeah, like you said, the farther up you go, they get more and more important, which is why, you know, it's so odd that the father is so high up on the list.
0: Yeah, that's why she went there first, not just because it's her dad, but also because of that.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. She's like, this is a mobster and the chief of police. Why is my dad number three? Right. Like what the fuck do you have to do with this, Dad? Why are you so important to this killer? Right. Um, alright, yeah, then um so yeah, it goes to guy number two. Goes to the mobster's mansion. Or maybe should we do the mobster mansion? Like where this mobster is already killed. Should we do like a like a full mansion that's been killed, like everybody in the building? Or just like some strip club or like what?
1: No. <laughs> like Uh
0: what like when you come across a body, what is the most interesting and the opposite of a gym? So first we were at right. a bar, then we were at a gym. I think yeah. probably a house, right? Like a mansion. Yeah. Or a
1: titty bar. <laughs> a house a house party. There we go.
0: Oh yeah, there you go. House party goes to the mobsters house party and he's everybody's dead.
1: A lot of swing music. Yeah. Or you know, where there would have been a lot swing music.
0: Yeah. Dead swing players everywhere. just imagine like a like a badass like like a fucking crazy like swing party but everybody's dead like everything's dead the second you go in
1: right yeah
0: it's like if she would have gone there first it would have been like the traditional like mobster shit like the traditional noir of like "Ah, and the party and everything right but they're already dead and then that gives us the whole detective thing right with the rewind time right because then you can rewind swing music backwards <laughs> that sounds fucking awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh what what's it called? Uh, Was it a xylophone or like you know the old timey like you know record player?
0: Yeah, like the old record player with the big fan. Right. Okay. Yeah. So dead swing players everywhere. She finds the dead mansion party. Yeah. Time rewind, detective shit. Is there a survivor, or do we want to have her go straight to the police station to report what has happened?
1: Hmm. The police. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I do. I uh, don't want to get too far from this because there is more we can do with this scene. But uh, the police arrive on the scene and arrest her.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, and then while she's in jail, they the, the whole police station gets destroyed like a Terminator style.
1: There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but before we we should probably do a little more work with the mansion.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, cops arrest her
1: yeah uh so yeah i i want to say there's like there's probably a few survivors like want to say the killer operates kind of like the predator sort of where you know if someone if if someone's not shooting at them they're fine
0: yeah they ignore them yeah um i feel like if somebody works for the mobster though they're fair game sure so it's okay yeah I don't know. The swing player being dead, though, is pretty fun. Maybe there's, like, one dead swing player and everybody else ran out.
1: Right. You know, the... Yeah, that guy pulled a gun, so...
0: Yeah, okay. So she goes to the mobster's house party, and she finds the dead people, and then there's only a couple of dead people in the building, but she can, like... As the time rewind thing happens, you see people running away, because she can see the footprints or whatever. Sure, yeah. Like, scuffs on the floor. (laughs) Like, swing music rewind. Sure. And then you see, oh, okay, there was a guy playing violin and she's explaining to Shia all this shit. I do want to have a scene later where she hacks, where she asks Shia to do the rewind thing and it's less good. (laughs) He's like,
1: right. um... (laughs) Well, you know, just like, yeah, he's like, oh, clearly this person was charging the killer. No, they were running away. Just like everyone else.
0: He says that and then it shows them rewind to the person running and then he's uh, to charging and then he's like, nope, they're not charging. And they change. Right. So it, like updates with what he's saying. Anyway. Yeah. Um, okay. So we get the the house party, swingers, de- dead swing players, dead mansion, time rewind detective shit. Uh, cops arrive and arrest her. Uh, maybe she has to fight the cops at first. Uh um i don't know or no because fighting the cops they're just gonna shoot her
1: <laughs> right yeah
0: she's just gonna get arrested then
1: yeah
0: does she have to fight any of the survivors or are all the survivors gone nah all the
1: survivors are gone
0: okay so all right the cops show up and they arrest her i'm sure we, we, yeah. we, we, in the writing process yeah. it's pretty easy to write a scene where it's like all right everybody in this building's dead figure out everybody who's dead all right cops got you right yeah that's that's enough. That's a whole sequence.
1: Shaya is, like, avoids capture.
0: Yeah. Shaya runs away. Okay. Um. All right. The next question is, how do we leave? Which is usually how we get out of the safe haven. But we've kind of already done all that with this cop thing. So I say we already answered that one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we're in the police station. And before we do the whole figuring out what happens at the police station stuff... We need to figure out where we're going, like, heading in the story. So, she's at the police station. Shit's going down. There's going to be people getting killed, all the stuff, police chief being attacked. Her dad's the next one on the list. So, what is this big climactic moment we're leading towards in the overarching movie? And what's the moment where she loses? Well... You know what I mean? Like, way later in the movie, I'm talking.
1: Right, well...
0: Just because it'll help us shoot there fast, like, get... They're faster. Right. If we figure it out.
1: Yeah. Well, father dies. Okay. You know, yeah. At the boxing arena, Big John was not enough.
0: So that way we don't have to kill Shia. We can just kill the dad.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's the all is lost moment is her dad is dead. Right. So now we need to stretch the movie for her to get from police chief being attacked to her dad dead. Um. So I feel like she needs to save her dad once if we want to keep him in. Or is it just going to be her dad dies and then the name after that? Uh I guess there's just four names on the list. Sure. Like it's like mobster, police chief, her dad, last guy. Right. Okay. Um then yeah, so they're going to kill the police chief, so we get the the pri- so that means the whole movie so far is bar scene sequence thing where there's the bar, the murders, she coming in. Okay. Bar- like the bar in the beginning, the bar scene. The speakeasy.
1: Yep. Speakeasy.
0: Shit going down. Mm -hmm. Then we get a sequence of her going to her dad, and we get the whole dad chat and learning about her past and her dad's past. He doesn't care. Then she goes to the mansion. Oh, shit, the destruction this person is rotting. Look how powerful and evil this person is, killing all these people. Oh, shit, the cops got her. Now she's in the police station. I need to warn them. I need to tell them. Oh, they're getting shot because they ignored you. Now they're all dead.
1: Right. Or...
0: So I feel like there's, like, four scenes there where it's, like, arrested, interrogation, Shia trying to get in, maybe Shia gets arrested, and then yeah. the the attack.
1: Well, I like the idea of, yeah, uh, you know, like, she arrives at the station, uh the chief could be you know interrogating her maybe even like you know being like i don't know being a creep or something
0: yeah or just like, beating uh, the sh- before... like abuse like beating the shit out of her for info like false confession
1: something like that yeah yeah and and then they like you know he asked a few questions a, a little bit of information is learned not a whole lot before you start hearing gunfire okay Yeah, so she's locked in, like, the interrogation room, provided they had one in nineteen thirty Chicago. Yeah, they did. Okay.
0: (laughs) Uh, Also, that, like, false interrogation, like, cops beating the shit out of you, that's still a thing to this day.
1: Oh, I'm sure. Uh,
0: My aunt actually got reparations for that. Ah. Yeah, (laughs) that that shit still happens. Uh, Like, she got paid because that shit happened to her, because it still happens where cops, like, arrest you, and then they just, like, sign it, or we'll beat the shit out of you, and then you sign it right um okay so she's being interrogated um tries to warn them Yep. maybe learns uh beat the shit out of her maybe we get two different ones so like she tries to warn the detectives then a corrupt cop shows up
1: well the chief is the corrupt cop so
0: yeah okay so do you want the chief to show up
1: yeah like
0: Like, so like, she's like, yo, they're interrogating her two detectives. And she's like, I've told you already. I didn't do it. It wasn't me. I'm a detective. I'm a private investigator. I was on the scene because I found this list. They're going after the chief of police and then they're going after my dad. And then whoever this Ronnie dude is at the last or whatever, the last name, she says the last name. Right. And then they're like, bullshit, blah, 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 blah. blah. And then the chief shows up.
1: Yeah. They're they're playing the good cops, the detectives.
0: Yeah, my thought was one detective is a good dude. He leaves, and then the shitty detective beats the hell out of her, and then the chief shows up. No, I w- or do we want the chief to show up and beat
1: the hell out of her? I would just say the the chief is the shitty uh, police officer. Okay, like he 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 walks in, and says like you know the you know the interrogators you know being too soft on her, so tells her tells tells him to get out so the chief can properly interrogate her.
0: Yeah, he's going to throw the book at him. Right. Literally. Oh. Um so then while he's attacking her, the vigilante kills him <laughs> through the window. Uh,
1: the there's gunfire and you know the chief's like, you know, chief's like, "What what's that?"
0: Oh, okay, so she's with him when it happens.
1: Right. When it starts to happen, yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. And they haven't even booked her yet. Like, they don't even know her name or, like, have taken fingerprints. <laughs> right. That way, when she runs out, they don't go after her later.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: Because um, there's no cameras. Yeah. So it's literally just fingerprinting and guessing. Yeah. Um.
1: Yeah. Oh, and uh, like we said, uh, Shia maybe comes to her rescue, actually comes face to face with the vigilante, whose face is covered, so doesn't really see who the vigilante is but it has a brief moment of like, Oh God, it's him. It's, it's them. He's they're going to kill me right now. And the visual just walks right past them.
0: It could also mean that they, it could be they actually see their face and they're target number four or target number five or whatever, or is that too much? Is that adding too much?
1: That could work. I do think it needs to be covered. The face needs to be covered first though, because you yeah. know, we still want it to be a mystery of like, who is this guy?
0: Yeah, maybe. Okay. We'll keep that in the back pocket. But yeah, they beat the shit out of her. Gunfire. um, Chief is on the run. She slips out. He dies. Man Friday shows up with the car. Right. Sees the vigilante, but not their face. Yeah. Vigilante spares them and walks past. Kills the chief. She escapes. All right. Cool. Next is uh, the dad, right? Mm hmm. So, she just escaped a corrupt cop who got murdered, and the next guy on the list is her dad. And she has a head start to make it to him. So, are we going to get Boxing Arena number two, or maybe he's somewhere else? Like, she meets him wherever the hell he is now?
1: Uh, Still at the Boxing Arena, yeah. Okay.
0: Then we can get, like, a... What if what if it's, like, a siege thing where, like, she has time to prep before they, the guy gets there? So it's like, all right, he's coming for you. He just took out an entire mansion. He just took out all the cops. We need as many weapons as possible. We need to protect you right now. And they like get all the people in the bo- in the boxing place, and all of, like the dad's corrupt friends to like get out guns. <laughs> like the dad's been running guns this whole time. Hmm. He's like, oh, they're coming for me. All right. And then he pops open a-, a locker, and there's just a fucking Tommy gun in there, and he pulls it out. Sure. Yeah. She's like, what the hell have you been into? And now you're learning more about the truth. Of like he is a he's not just an enforcer he's actually a crime boss.
1: Um, I do prefer him like again it adds intrigue to the list of like who this vigilante is again like I don't mind the the visual of him pulling out a Tommy gun but
0: what if Big John is is a mob boss maybe like he pulls out the Tommy gun she's like what the hell are you into and he's like what it's from Big John <laughs> I told you Big John's got this <laughs> and there's right. like eight rows of guns and big john pulls out like a fucking chainsaw or he pulls out like an 1800 shotgun like the the really good shotgun he pulls out a shotgun
1: there we go yeah
0: or like a fucking chain gun (laughs) right yeah a saw there you go
1: yeah oh uh big john isn't necessarily a crime boss himself he the he was sent by the criminal mastermind to watch over uh to watch over Uh, The father.
0: Oh, yeah, because the last guy on the list knows that the vigilante is coming for him. Yeah. So he sent John there already before she even got there.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Because this is like list two. Like there was a backside of the list and it's like eight other people that are already dead. Or on the list, there's names checked off.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: So the mob boss already knows. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So to recap that. All right. Goes back to her dad's um, getting ready. For the siege, Big John's got guns.
1: Yeah. And actually, coming to the thing it, we've established that this is a boxing establishment, so might as well have a moment where, like, the vigilante and Big John are...
0: Boxing in the the ring?
1: Yeah. Fuck yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what it is. Big John gets his, like, big machine gun, his saw, with the big drum, and he puts it on the boxing ring. Oh. (laughs) He sets it up in the middle on the stool... And he's like waiting at looking at the door and then the, the vigilante comes from behind and they start boxing in the middle of the ring. Right. Yeah, that's good. Okay, so <laughs> Big John's got guns, sets up in the ring with a big chain gun. The siege begins, people dying, Big John, vigilante fight.
1: The father's.
0: Uh, does she, yeah, the father's going to die next, so she's going to try to get the dad out.
1: Yeah. And he's like, nah, nah, I want to see Big John beat the crap out of this guy.
0: Yeah. And then he, the fucking killer pulls out a gun and fucking shoots the dad.
1: Nah, or...
0: Or stabbed. What do you want? How do you want the dad to die? You want him to get stabbed, shot, choked out, what? Um... It's gotta be, like, right in front of her, and he's gotta, like, take a bullet or something. Or she take a bullet? She would try to take a bullet for him. I don't know. How, how does he die in this? So the siege is, like, they got a bunch of dudes with guns, and they're safe, and this dude's coming... And then him and Big John are fighting in the ring after he just, like, killed, like, 20 dudes in a hallway. Right. Okay. Because he came through the back or whatever. So, how does the dad die? That's what the next thing that happens is the dad dying. So, like, what is what happens? What's his redeeming moment, too? Because right now we've learned that he's, like, we're going to add a little bit of him being a shitty dad in there, probably. But, like, what do we do with this, you know?
1: Right. Um,
0: because the guy wants to shoot him not her so he can't like take a bullet for her
1: right so has to be again we want to imply that this is somehow very personal to vigilante so I'm thinking maybe have the vigilante actually pair, pull out some like brass knuckles mm-hmm. and so that's like how he's gonna mm, that starts that's how he takes out Big Johnny he, like he starts losing so he pulls out the brass knuckles to finish off Big John
0: Yeah, yeah, and then he finishes him off. Then, what if, what about this? What if, so yeah, he says, yeah, I can't wait to see Big John beat the hell out of him. And then he pulls out the brass knuckles, beats Big John to death in front of him. And he's like, okay, we need to leave. And then they start running, and they get into a back room, and they have to go out the window. And the window's up really high. And then they both go into the room. Right, yeah. And maybe he locks the door, and he confronts the guy. Right. Because I want to hear through, I just, I had the image of her in a tight space, like a window or like an alley, like trying to get out and her hearing her dad talk to the guy instead of coming with her. Mm. So like, I just, I also like the idea of like a door being locked right? and him being on one side and her being on the other. Okay. Yeah. So he's like, we're going to leave through this door. There's a window in the back we can go through. And then he, she goes in and then he shuts the door behind her and locks it. And he like says through the door, he's like, "I gotta, t- I can't, I can't, I can't live with the guilt. I gotta talk to him." Yeah. And then we hear through the, like the I'm not, I'm not sure
1: if it would really be guilt, but just.
0: Or I need you to be safe.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like he's trying to save her, and she's like, "I can save myself. Get your ass over yeah. here," and he gets killed.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, kind of maybe a mix of both, but whatever. He he locks the true. door on purpose, is what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. Heroic sacrifice.
0: Yeah, he, I wanted it to be like a like a heroic thing, but also I kind of, there's got to be, some. I just want to have the guy talk, like the bad guy talk to him, and us hear what the fuck is going on.
1: Right, yeah.
0: And so we hear echoing through the room as she's in there, looking through the keyhole or whatever, like her dad getting killed by this guy, and the guy basically like yelling all of his bad guy speech shit at him. Right. Because that's what vengeance is about, you want them to know who's killing them. yeah. So, like, maybe he takes off the mask and she sees it. Right. Or, better yet, we could still do the Shia sees it and she's like on the other end or something and he sees it. Unless we want it. You know, fuck it. It's just her seeing it. She's looking through a keyhole over her dad's shoulder. She sees the guy rip his mask off. Right. I don't know who it is that we've already seen. <laughs> we don't have any suspects or anything.
1: Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. We, yeah. We, we should have, like, we should have thought of who the vigilante is first, and then, like, you know, add a few things here or there.
0: Well, adding the John Wick hook is, like, you know, it's just, like, a force of nature they're fighting. It's not even, like, a like a mystery guy. You know what I mean?
1: A little bit, yeah. Because
0: it's not, like, we can't really have, like, a Scooby-Doo villain be like, Yo, it was me all along! Because it's, like, he's just murdering mobsters. Right. It's, like, you. the, the important thing is whether or not the, the detective's alive. Not really... Whether or not we know who the guy is that's killing everybody in this one. It's not very noir-y, but it is kind of the vibe we've gotten. This is, this is more of an action movie with novar, like, noir elements, you know? Right. Um. But yeah, I mean, who... I feel like it's just some guy who he killed his family, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't know how we make that super compelling with it also being a mystery. Yeah. The idea is that this is the opposite side of a revenge movie. That the revenge movie is happening and she's following it. Yeah. So now it is revealed you killed my wife or you killed my daughter or whatever.
1: Right. I have an idea of maybe (laughs) kind of, we would have to go back and rework like the previous story a little bit, but it would be. All right. What is it? uh, Like, you know, uh, it could be his son or like AKA her brother.
0: Mm hmm. It could be her brother. That could work. We could add the brother into the boxing arena earlier, but then he would have just killed the dad. He's murdering people.
1: Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, they're estranged too, so it could just be like, oh, he, the brother came back from I don't know. I want to say from the war, but a hey, I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. World War One. <laughs> right. 10 yeah. Years ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, probably not. But also, uh, you know, just like you know they're both estranged
0: yeah i also hmm. had another dumb idea which is what if it's shia who's the bad guy
1: yeah i i feel like that would
0: the reason he's not there when the when the chief of police dies right it's because he's the killer like it could work but do that i mean we don't have yeah it could work either it's her brother it's the killer kid and it's shia or it's um you know the the some random dude Right, the brother thing could work if we insert him in in the beginning. Oh yeah. Um, Integrate him, you know. We could even have him at the bar true. in the beginning, and that's why she's there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's a drunk. Like he like that's his cover. Is that he's he's right. broken and drunk from you know the war. He's got PTSD or some shit. Right. But actually, he's like a savage killer.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Um, we never did the homeless tipster either, or the bartender oh uh, yeah Uh whatever we don't need them they're useless
1: <laughs> we can still have them be like little, cute little side characters though
0: so. yeah all right um so brother all right we meet him and let's see we have the speakeasy killed the, her man friday takes notes crooked cop tells her stuff detective's hand um, okay. Uh, her brother It's
1: like sitting in a yeah, booth Yeah, he's a drunk I feel like he wasn't even aware of what was going on I kind of want him to be in the back Oh yeah
0: Her brother is drunk in the back Um, a little bloody But okay
1: Sure, yeah, not, not even You know, it's framed so it's like Not even from like the fighting It's just like, you know, he, he tripped And like, you know Scraped his knee or something
0: I got it yeah, I got it. Uh, the, the, when the killer broke in, he kicked open the door and it hit him in the face. Ah, there we go. <laughs> he broke his own nose. Wow. Yeah, that shows the chaos. Like, when it cuts back, when she sees his face, we'll get a cut back to him beating his face into a wall. Um, his nose is broken. He was hit by the door when the killer came in. Yeah. That way he didn't see his face. He didn't see anything. Oh, yeah. Right. Um. Then later he's gonna be at the mansion when she's there um maybe maybe we can do the the, the killer still there when she shows up at the mansion just to give it a little bit more oomph since we didn't do her going to the police directly and the killer being there like she goes in the mansion she's detectiving the bodies she sees the killer chases after him cops block her
1: right okay ah all right. Yeah, sees
0: in a mask. He's in a mask.
1: Think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think. Think she sees him. Uh, she thinks she sees him run out the front door. She runs out the front door. There's police everywhere.
0: Yeah. Somehow he got out. And she doesn't know how. Yeah. He's like a ghost. Ah. Maybe that at that point she suspects he's a cop. Ah. What if her brother is a cop? Uh. That would explain why he's at the police station later, and why he can get around and do all this shit and why he hates the the criminals like what if, what right. if, what if yeah. her brother is a yeah. corrupt cop and that's why when he runs out the door into all the cops he disappears because he is a cop he just took off the mask
1: yeah well i imagine he just like you know yeah evaded the cops or didn't actually go out the front door but i i like the idea of him maybe being like a former cop and him trying to be like a legitimate good cop too ooh at
0: at, at the police station when the chief gets killed we can hear the killer monologuing about how he was a good cop. And this it's people like you that ruined the force for me. There we go. Yeah. And his voice is different. Like he's putting on a voice yeah. or something or it's echoing. Right. Yeah. No, no Shia course, hears yeah. that part because right. she would recognize the voice.
1: Okay. Yeah. There we go.
0: Um, okay. So let's see. He runs out the door. Cops are all there. He's like a ghost. Cops arrest her. She, um, Shia runs away interrogation tries to warn the detectives chief shows up beats the shit out of her gunfire chief's on the run she slips out man friday shows up in the car he sees the vigilante but not their face hears them tell the chief that he's the reason he left the force yeah
1: i did my duty and and as recompense you kicked me from the force something along those lines
0: yeah i did my duty and you threw me away Right, um, and then the vigilante spares Shia, or instead of the the sparing, we just uh, he kills the chief, and Shia runs.
1: Sure, like he yeah, the vigilante sees him and just walks around him.
0: Yeah, um, to Shia runs into Ashley. They escape. Okay, um, all right. So then she's back at her dad's. The big heist. Blah blah blah. Everything's going down. She tries to get her dad out. He locks the door through the keyhole. It's revealed. It's her brother. <laughs> Flashback, like through her eye, we see him, like Matt, breaking his own nose.
1: Right. Or
0: like in the beginning of the movie, she sees blood, a blood stain on the wall. Right. And she doesn't know where it's from. And then she gets interrupted. And then later, you see him hitting his head up against the wall to break his nose. Right him hiding behind the wall after taking off his mask and the cops showing up and then cuts back to him killing her dad right so we have now reached how do we lose that was it so we are now at the end all that is left is this final arc so she knows it's her brother does she run away at that point or does she like kick open the door and go to kill him like what what do we do what's the final confrontation here do we want to have a whole separate scene for them to fight
1: yeah i feel like we should have a location change or you know
0: okay then maybe after the dad dies the building starts on fire
1: oh yeah yeah he actually he lights the building on fire yeah
0: yeah uh he lights the building on fire uh she tries to get her brother she tries to get her dad out but he dies All right, where do we end up? That is the last part of this story. Where should the brother and sister fight to the death? Because that's what's happening. There's no cops. The cops suck. They all just got killed. The city's owned by the mob. There's one guy left on the list, right? Or was the dad the last one? You know, I feel like the dad should be the last one because it's personal. It's literally his dad.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Like, there's nobody bigger than killing your own dad. I guess so. Next is... Like, there's no more on the list. Like, her dad's last on the list. It's it's it's, it's 15 right. names. They're all crossed out except for three on the end. The mob boss, the chief of police, her dad. Right. Why the fuck is my dad on a list with the chief of police and the mob king? Like, what the fuck? Why is Al Capone and the police chief and my dad all on the same list and everybody else is dead? Right. Um. So, her brother kills her dad, burns down their home, basically. Right. Or his, her dad's home. Now what? How does he... Does he leave her a note or some shit? Like, how does she... She's lost everything. I feel like she would go home. Right. And at her office, he left a note or some shit. Yeah, he he gives her... um, Oh, wait, wait. He gives her a call. Wait, to give her another tie. What if the brother takes Shia? Like, he kidnaps Shia when he leaves.
1: Not sure why he would.
0: I feel like his story's done, though. Like, he killed his dad. His dad was involved. His sister isn't.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. So... My, i'm thinking like he gives her a call like at her home like it's just uh look i'm going away for a while i'm taking a boat i'm gonna i'm at the docks right now i'm taking a boat you know to singapore or something
0: yeah i'm leaving i'm (laughs) taking a boat to singapore from chicago scott
1: (laughs) yeah yeah exactly What's wrong with that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to cross yeah, Lake but, Michigan you know, and then I'm going to get a car over there. No, I yep, get it. He's then, like, I'm uh, going to take a train. It's probably right. There <laughs> we
1: go. Take a train. Yeah.
0: I'm taking a train to LA or I'm taking a train to New York. Right. Or I'm going to Canada. I'm going to drive all the way the, tw- the fucking six hours up to Minnesota and cross the border to yep. Canada. <laughs> yep. Um, But yeah, so him calling her makes sense is uh, yeah
1: and and she he doesn't know that she knows
0: oh yeah he doesn't i forgot about that he doesn't know so he'd call her maybe he's not leaving maybe he caught because he didn't get caught right
1: i guess not no what
0: if he's like all right when we go into dinner (laughs) right like he just killed like or the funeral yeah her killing her brother at her dad's funeral is pretty fucking epic though (laughs) (laughs) uh Yeah, because now that I think about it, if he doesn't know because she was looking through a keyhole, he's completed his goal. He won the revenge. Right. We get to see what happens after the revenge movie, Scott.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah, there we go. All
0: right. So there's there's basically one sequence left. So how do we get from her brother just murdered her dad, burnt down the building. There's no evidence. He killed the chief of police in a mask. He killed the mobsters, all of them. He destroyed all the speakeasy. He destroyed a speakeasy. Like, he's done. Yeah. So, now what? Maybe we should figure out what he wanted. Like, the exact sentence. Right. I feel like... Okay, so he he was a cop. He was a good cop. Corrupt boss screwed him over.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and...
0: Then something put him over the top. After So he got screwed over by his boss. He no longer has a job. His sister's a private investigator. Right. So he was thinking about doing that, but then something his dad did stopped him and made him lose his shit so did his dad kill someone <laughs> <laughs> did her dad kill her sister-in-law and that's why he's here yeah. like like hmm. what unless her brother's just gone unhinged and he found out that the dad has been working with them and that's enough to kill his own dad
1: i think unhinged plus you know may he was rough on him as a kid so
0: yeah okay so like what if he's gone it would be crazy if he was fired for legitimate reasons. Like, he was fired for just being abusive. But that doesn't make any sense with the corrupt chief, you know?
1: No, no, yeah, no, it was, it was something.
0: Definitely... He was trying to take the chief, them down. Like, I get all that. I get the, I, I gotta take down the mob bosses. Right. So I'm gonna kill all the mob bosses. I'm gonna kill the chief of police. But the dad is the part that's crazy. Right. And we need a reason for him to kill his own dad. I know his dad was abusive and shit. So is that all we need? His dad abused him. So now he's going to kill him.
1: We can take Yeah, we should take it a little further where
0: Like he was working with the gun runners. Obviously, his dad was running guns. Right. Maybe while he's in the because we need the we I want to figure out what he actually says in that hallway, because that'll help us figure out the end. Right. So he says, I was a good cop. They let me go. I've killed the mobster. I've killed the chief of police. I've cleansed the city. All that's left is you, dad. I found out the truth. And then he reveals like his dad's working with them. Right. Or, um, yeah. Has a... Or they're not even his kids that he bought them. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm trying to figure out what crime right. is so unspeakable that your parent could have committed that you will murder. Them. I mean, he already hates his dad. He's already going right. to wants to murder him. This yeah. is the reason Yeah, is his dad selling kids. Like what the fuck could he be doing? That's so awful. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe the dad really is a bad guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Maybe at the speakeasies where it all went off. He's at the speakeasy. He's getting drunk. He just lost his job. Right. His life sucks. He's at the bottom of everything. And then he hears someone talking and he overhears the name, like the mobster at the bar, talk about what happened, whatever the thing is. Right. Sure. Uh, and that's what sets him off. He's like, the police commissioner was in on it. The mob boss was in on it. His dad was in on it the guy in this club is in on it. Ah, there we go. So like the guy at the club is drunk and he's talking about what he did. So we maybe we have to cut the detective in the beginning then. Right. Okay. Still why I want to say the detective in the beginning just gets shot doing a different thing. All right. <laughs> um, It would be really funny if the, the monologue in the beginning where the guy's like, and I did it. I killed that woman. I killed the, like Marjorie Cinders. I killed her with the chief of police, with the mob boss, with everyone. And then the guy standing three feet to the left shoots him because he said that. And that wasn't even the crime the detective was like arresting him for. Ah. Like the detective is like, you killed Molly Hatchet. And he's like, right. oh, I thought you meant when I killed. And like the thing he said earlier. <laughs> and then he kills both of them right. in a homicidal rage. Um, and now we can just change the beginning if we need to. Yeah, sure. But he's at him being at the bar, getting drunk, and then killing the man that orchestrated something with his dad, the mobster, and the chief of police. Right. It all makes sense that because he's drunk, he writes on a piece of paper. All right, kill this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. Why wouldn't he just write dad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh. Or maybe he's writing down what the guy's saying while he's saying it. Maybe. Uh, or the detective wrote the list. No. Um.
1: Yeah. Maybe. Maybe he's sober. Like he ordered a drink, but you know he's just holding it in his hand. He's not. He hasn't taken a sip. He's just so mad.
0: Yeah. Like he could be completely evil, and this was all premeditated.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: But I. Uh, what we know so far. Her brother was at a speakeasy, he was at a bar, he learned something about one of the guys at the bar, that the guy at the bar, the chief of police, the head of the mobsters, and his dad all did something together that is worth killing all of them over, and he found that out, and now he kills them all. First he kills the guy at the bar impulsively, in front of everyone, while wearing a mask I guess. Like, do we want to say it was impulsive? Do we want to say it was premeditated? Because he bashes his nose into the wall so that he can cover. And he killed everyone there, too.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think it is I think it is premeditated. And we don't... He doesn't have to kill everyone there. But, yeah, a lot of people. Anyone who pulls the gun.
0: Well, I feel like if he just shot the guy, you wouldn't need a detective. Like, you wouldn't need a PI if he shot the guy. Right. Like, in the middle of the crowd. He just shot a dude in the face. And you're like, oh, it's that guy. You know?
1: Well, well I if- have... He's still not wearing a ma- he's still wearing a mask, right?
0: Okay, so our, if we have him wearing a mask, then yeah, it's it's got to be premeditated. Then it's like
1: that's what I meant.
0: Okay, so he followed the mobster there to kill him, right? And then the mobster stood up the detective with a gun and was like, "Hey, detective, you know who I am. You know what I did." And then our vigilante shoots the guy, like the mobster, right? Because he's about to kill the detective. Like it, he did it early. Like, the plan was follow this guy until he goes somewhere private and then kill him. But then he pulls a gun on this detective, and our former cop vigilante is like, I have to shoot him now. Right. So he shoots him, hits it, takes the mask off, hits his head up against the wall a bunch, and then waits to see what happens. Yeah.
1: Yeah, maybe a broken nose isn't the best cover.
0: I think it's a great cover.
1: It's an interesting...
0: Well... I think, like, his plan was to follow this guy out of the bar and kill him somewhere else. Killing a man in the middle of a crowded bar... A criminal bar, a speakeasy, is the stupidest thing you could ever do. And it would not be premeditated. Following a guy to a bar and then killing him because he's going to kill someone else does make sense.
1: Sure, but the broken nose.
0: Well, my thought was just like he stayed there because he couldn't get out.
1: Right, yeah, but I mean you could like, you know, dislocate your arm or, you know.
0: Oh, whatever. He hurts himself. Right. The reason I said broken nose is because... If you hit your head up against the wall, you break your nose and then you just say he ran. In, he came through the door and broke my nose and I hit the ground. I couldn't see anything. Right. Like breaking my shoulder. It's like I could still see the guy. Like the idea of just like my thought was he kills the guy, right? Like he he's he's planning to kill him later. He sees him about to kill someone. He's like, all right, I got to shoot him. Shoots him. Everybody freaks out. What does he do? Well, he runs into the back. Takes off his mask. Maybe he's got like a separate outfit underneath that he was going to use. You know, he has like, like a, like it's like a jacket or something that he can take off. Cause it's part of the plan is to like have an outfit that you can hide underneath. So he goes in the back room, he changes super quick and then he hits himself with the door and he says, the guy ran that way. Does that work? Maybe. Or he breaks his own arm and then he says, oh, the guy just broke my arm. The reason I want him to hurt himself is because it immediately proves it wasn't him to, like, normal people. Right. Because if he's not wearing the outfit and a guy in a mask just shot someone, they're not going to question, oh, he broke someone's arm. Or, oh, he punched that, he broke that guy's nose when he went out the door. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So he gets injured in order to, like, cover. And then his sister comes in and she's like, oh, what's going on? And then he's like, oh, shit, she's here. So then he tells her, he's like, oh, yeah, he hit me. I didn't see anything. Done. Done right so we still haven't figured out what the crime is (laughs) right what do you think four men what did they do that makes this guy go off the deep end and kill his own dad because we're almost done that's all we need figure that out and then the movie's done
1: right all right uh okay
0: uh wait wait i just figured it out what if the private investigator in the beginning is him like the montage starts it's her brother doing the monologue he says, I tracked him down to this bar. Like, we get the whole story, right? Sure. And then you hear a gunshot, and you don't know what happened. And then she walks in. She sees her brother, broken nose, laying on the ground, holding a gun. A guy got killed. He tells her, I was chasing a guy, a mobster. I caught him. He, he shot me. Maybe he shoots himself. He's like, he shot me.
1: Yeah, a grazing wound.
0: Yeah, he's like, someone killed a mobster right in front of me and ran away. Some some guy in a mask, but it was him all along. Like that's the reveal at the end of the movie. Sure. Is that he actually went to this bar with this guy, was getting him drunk, shot him, shot himself with the mobster's gun or with, you know, with shot himself with the same gun and then hid the gun. Sure. So instead of the bloody nose or any of that, it's. Yeah. We get the intro with the monologue, right? Hey, my name is. What was the brother's name? Mickey or Carter or. The dad was Mickey.
1: Let's go with Carter.
0: Yeah, I guess Carter was out of my head. Uh, yeah, Carter Cinders, right? Yeah. He says, "I'm Carter Cinders. City of Chicago is dead, no, dirty, and bloody and horrible." And we get this whole monologue of like a noir monologue, right? Right. And then he's like, "I tracked the man down, the man who murdered my mother. I tracked him down to this bar." He he, uh, he was right in front of me. He confessed. You see him, the two of them talking, and he's like, I, I, yes, I did it. I did it with this guy, this guy, this guy, and this guy. We all did it. Then you hear the gunshot. Right. And then we see the actual detective come in. Hey, I'm Ashley. I'm Ashley Cinder. I'm here. Chicago's a mean street. Like we get the same intro, but from a different detective. (laughs) That'd be kind of funny. Yeah. And then she walks in and she's with her detective man. Friday walks in, sees her brother. He's holding a note covered in blood and he's been shot, right? He's been shot in the shoulder. Sure. And he says, I need your help. I, I can't do this anymore. Like, he's like, I can't, I'm hurt. There was a mobster. I was tracking him down. He got shot. I tried to shoot at the guy. The guy shot me, but I have a list of all the people he's going after, maybe. Does that work? Like, there's one problem in this, is why does the note exist now? Because before it was a note in the detective's hand, but now the detective is the brother. Right. So what is the new note? Him telling her who he's going to kill is kind of fucked up. Right. Him being like, hey, a guy came in, he said four names, and he shot this guy. I wrote the names down. <laughs> Here's the names. Like, it's just not mysterious enough. You know what I mean?
1: Right, yeah, it doesn't quite work. Uh, I still like the idea of a, the list. Maybe she just...
0: Like, where does the list come from now? Because I still want him to be the detective, and I still want that whole thing.
1: Yeah, it, it it fell out of his pocket, I guess.
0: Oh, yeah, maybe she finds the list separately, and he doesn't know about it. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. He Before he went in there, he wrote down the people he was looking for. He found the mobster killed the mobster right said it was it was someone else she's looking for that guy she finds the note maybe the guy that got killed had it on him like he had the note what if the note says if i ever die one of these guys did it Hmm. and it has a list of the four names is that work maybe and then she's like why the fuck is my dad's name on this list right and then she goes to talk to her dad and she's like yo this guy said that you killed him (laughs) like (laughs) why is your name on this list this guy wrote, these are the people who would kill me on this list. Your name is on it. Why? Right. And he's like, it's nothing. Nobody's after me. I'm fine. Right. Go ask somebody else on the list. Then she goes, asks the next guy. He's dead. Ask the chief of police. She's like, why is your name on this list? There's a guy going around killing people. One of them had your name on a list. They've He's already killed two people on this list. He's coming for you. And then he beats the shit out of her because he's like, don't tell anybody that I'm on that list. Sure. Brother comes in, kills him. Hey, I was a cop we got that mm-hmm. then at the end kills the father he says hey yeah i've been planning this for weeks yeah you killed mom you beat the shit out of me i knew you did it but i could never prove it instead of killing the mother maybe
1: it's just like they tried to they all tried to kill him like they they tried throwing him over a bridge or something and like the father was there and like you know he was Father was scared but you know like they asked him do you condone this and he was just nod his head like all right do it it's my boy but he's done wrong or something.
0: So he kills his dad cuz his dad was going to kill him.
1: His dad was there, yeah.
0: I feel like somebody else has got to be there then if that happened. Like he they killed him and his wife or him and his partner. All
1: right. Sure.
0: I actually like the visual of like he's in a trunk with his partner. Sure. And he's a cop. Chief of police, mob boss, and his own dad, along with this fourth guy, Right. open the door. Mm-hmm. He's like, why the fuck are you here, dad? Why, what are you... He's like, "I, I you, too, you got too close, son. Dad, father, help me. You got too close, son. I'm sorry, it's just business. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Fucking, they chuck him and his and his partner off the bridge. Right. He survives.
1: Partner does not.
0: Yeah. He doesn't talk to his dad. His sister doesn't talk to his dad. Right. So then he becomes a PI and starts killing people.
1: Vigilante, sure.
0: Well, she's a PI. Does is, so? He's not a. Yeah. Yeah. I actually like the idea. He's not even a PI, but he's doing the monologue in the beginning. Sure. <laughs> actually, that works because it the the monologue makes you assume that the person you're that's talking is a PI. Yeah. But the monologue in the beginning isn't the PI. It's the killer. Right. Like that's why I like this whole setup. There we go. As complicated as it is, you could even get flashes to him being thrown in the river. Like, in the beginning. Sure. Like, he's like, Chicago is a dirty city. You see him, you see someone, the the guy he's after in the beginning, you see him open the door, and he says, it has to be done, and then he throws him and his partner into the water, and then he wakes up, and he's alive, and you see him walk to the speakeasy, he finds the guy, and he's like, I know it was you, I saw you do it, you know. Gunshot, gunshot.
1: Yeah. Well, hold on. Is that at the beginning of the movie? Because, again, we want there to be a, a mystery.
0: Well, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like we can, he can keep some of it in the beginning if we want.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think we want to open with like him being thrown in the river.
0: Okay. So then we'll just flash back to that. Yeah. When he's killing the dad. Yeah. Okay. So Chicago is a dirty city full of dirty people. Maybe I'll even add like a little splash sound effect in the background or something something subtle if you want to so that later at the end of the movie, but whatever. Anyway, he's doing the monologue detective shit, tracks down a mobster, you hear three gunshots or two you hear gunshots go off, then you see the new detective. She says this exact same beginning line. She's like, "Chicago is a dirty city, but it's her voice right. She walks up, he's there. he says, "Hey, I followed this mobster here he some guy came in, shot me, and shot the mobster." We didn't see that, by the way. All we did was just hear the gunshots. Right. We think it's just a stylistic choice, but later you find out, oh no, it's he did both shots. The movie happens, and then when the dad gets killed, he says, like, do you remember that night? And then it flashes back or whatever. Right. And he gives him the line that his dad said to him before he threw him in the water, which is like, it's just business, kid. Right. And then he shoots him, sets the building on fire. Sister saw the whole thing. She knows her brother's a murderer. Right. What is... What is the ending here, Scott? Let's see.
1: Yeah, they confront, they exchange dialogue. You killed our father. He had it coming. I'm not going to kill you, though. He starts to walk away, and then there's a gunshot.
0: Yeah, I guess. Um, okay. Building's on fire. He doesn't know she's there. She kicks open the window, maybe, get, crawls out, sees him walking away, gets up. The two of them are looking at each other. He knows, she knows, she knows, he knows. They're reaching for their guns. Part of me wants to have Shia shoot him. Just to add a just to add a third element to this.
1: <laughs> that ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah, maybe they both pull guns on each other, but the brother lowers his gun, starts to walk away. She shakily holds her gun, like, is she gonna do it? Is she gonna do it? And then boom, Shia shoots him.
0: Yeah, you get you hear the gunshot, and you see her face, you see his face, and then you see Shia holding a gun. smoking he shot him and then you hear him say chicago is a dirty city and then it cuts to black story over (laughs) there we go so going through that one last time so that we can make sure we both are on the same page with this it's an action film noir right it starts in a speakeasy we hear a monologue from a detective carter cinder private investigator Chicago is a dirty city full of dirty people. He's following a mobster to this bar. The two of them meet up. Gunshots. Two of them. Sister says the exact same line. Chicago is a dirty city. Walks up. Onto the scene. Investigating what's going on. Finds her brother. Her brother says, I was tracking down this mobster. Some guy came in, shot me, shot the mobster. She's like, okay. Moves on. Finds the note. If I'm dead, this is who killed me. She takes the note. On the note, mobster, chief of police, her dad. Goes to her dad's boxing arena. Yo, what the fuck? He's boxing a guy. We get to know about their past a little bit. We've completely forgotten about the brother at this point. Then, she warns her dad. He doesn't give a fuck. She decides to go deal with the other people. Heads to the mobster's place. Mobster's entire mansion is destroyed. She's investigating the murder with her assistant and we see like the rewind time effect of each of the people in the swing bars so we hear swing music backwards as she's like figuring out what's going on she sees the killer in the distance chases after him we get a nice chase scene through the dead mansion of dead people he runs out the front she follows him cops everywhere you just hear sirens and guns pointing thrown in a jail cell her buddy gets away shia he escapes she's in the police station meets with the detectives They're interrogating her. She says the chief of police is dirty. He's on this list. We gotta get him. He's gonna get killed. Chief of police comes in. He says, don't tell anybody I'm fucking dirty. Beats the shit out of her. You hear gunshots. He's gonna kill her so that she doesn't tell anyone. Guy comes in. They both escape or whatever. There's the big craziness of everybody dying in the police station. Chief of police is walking away. Shia's on the other side of the door. He can hear what's going on. Vigilante walks past Shia... And then Shia hears, through the door, the chief of police and him talking. And he says, I was a cop and you threw me away like I was nothing. You killed my partner, you son of a bitch. Gunshot. Shia runs away, runs into Ashley. Two of them leave. Then they go to her dad's boxing arena again and they say, hey, they're coming for you. They just killed the other two people in this list. They're coming for you now. And he's like, all right, well, I'm not leaving. And she says, why not? What, like, we need to get out of here. And he says, I'll be fine. He opens the guns. Big John's got guns. <laughs> Big John's got this, right? Yep. Pull out the chain gun. All right. Single guy kills like 30 dudes breaking into here. Beats Big John with a with brass knuckles to death. The dad and the sister run into the back. The dad shuts the door. And he says, you don't need to hear about this. Get out of here now. Run. She stays. He thinks she left. She's looking through the keyhole. She sees the two of them talk. He says, so I guess you lived. I guess you survived, son. Rips off his mask. Two of them fight. Dad's losing. Brother points up, pulls out a gun. We get a flashback to when the brother got killed. He got thrown in the water. Mm -hmm. His partner murdered. His dad was a part of it. Yep. He shoots his dad right in front of his sister. Sets the building on fire. Goes out. Shia runs up to the glass window at the back, and he's like, hey, we need to get out out of here. He breaks open the window. She gets out of the fire, and she walks onto the street. Walking down the street is her brother. He stares at her. She stares at him. They both know what's about to happen. He pulls out his gun. She pulls out her gun. She's not going to shoot him. He puts his gun away. You hear a gunshot. There we go. Pan to Shia LaBeouf. Chicago is a dirty city. The end. Perfect. I think that's a good movie. Yeah. It took us a while, but we... <laughs> yep, We got there. We got a movie, dude. It really proves that you can write anything, even if you don't know. I think it's good that we start these without knowing what the fuck we're going to do. Because it makes stuff like this. Like, where did we get that, you know? <laughs> that was a moogle. It's a pretty okay one. Nope. Um, yeah, so... Um, thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> We did it. Yeah. Well, that was pretty fun. I hope you liked it. I know we missed an episode last week. We were pretty busy, and the two of us could get together to record... We're going to try to record more batch episodes in the future, so that we have a backlog more. But I hope you liked this extra long episode. Chicago is a dirty city, a film noir. It's the best we could come up with, with having absolutely no idea. If you liked this podcast, please like, subscribe, comment, give YouTube and Apple a reach around, do all the things they like to help us grow. And as always, thanks for listening. Bye.